The Evolve Network is now live at evolvenetwork.tv. Subscribe for meal plans, recipes, cooking shows, and our very own The Magic Pill and The Magic Plant, as well as access to my favorite documentaries. The Evolve Network is also home to our full library of podcasts, with new release podcasts airing first and in full on the channel. You can also watch selected vodcasts in a video format. Meanwhile, enjoy this highlight of our podcast and head over to evolvenetwork.tv for the full Evolve podcast experience. The Evolve with Pete Evans podcast is a conversation about my favorite ingredients for a healthy human experience. We take an informed look at topics that include nutritional and emotional well-being as well as expanded consciousness. I love exploring the topics that are not traditionally taught at school and take a deep dive into them with my special guests. I invite you to sit back and come along for the ride with an open mind and heart and please share with your family and friends as these podcasts may just be the seed from which many things will flourish from. Cheers. We've been using Waters Co. water filters for the last 10 years and I wholeheartedly trust my family's health with them. Waters Co. established 1977 have personal and domestic water filters which turns your ordinary tap water into great tasting alkaline ionized mineral water which removes up to 99.9% of fluoride, heavy metals, chemicals and bacteria so you can love your tap water again. The Bio 1000 is the latest edition of the BMP 1000 model and the culmination of over 40 years of experience and research into water filtration by some of the world's leading scientists. Waters Co. was first to market with natural gravity-fed systems, creating alkaline water way back in 1984, and have continued to lead the market in research and development, setting the benchmark for all other brands to follow. Please go to my webpage, PeteEvans.com, to learn more and to receive your special discount from my link on the products page. You're going to love it. Jason, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. How are you, brother? Oh, I, hey, I am, I am well, I'm worried about people like yourself because I know it's a crazy world, but, um, everything is good here. I live in Florida. Um, we're pretty much free as birds here. How are you doing, sir? Uh, well, I don't know whether you could hear that, but you could hear the birds singing outside. So, well, <laughs> uh, it, it's, it's happy. Yeah. It's interesting. Over the last 10 years, we've been living on the land and, uh, the birds have been, I don't want to say my spirit guides, but um, I have grown to create a beautiful relationship and awareness with the bird life that surrounds us and, and we share this planet with. And the one thing that has been a constant for me is appreciating their freedom and appreciating how they go about their lives and um it's always a constant reminder that it's always a choice. We have a choice to be free. And if we can take our cues from nature and uh, the bird life is just one of the most beautiful things for me. I, mean, I know that might sound a little bit hippy-dippy or whatever it may be or airy-fairy, but oh. I, t- I tell you what, they have been a constant reminder for me, especially over the last year and a half, two years of how we can conduct ourselves. And so I feel very free. Um, I live my life based on those principles of, of freedom. Um, and I, I'm looking at your 
computer screen in the background and the name of your uh, TV network, Brave. And that's that's in us. That's in the birds. And I've, I've witnessed this and I've, I've mentioned this on a podcast once before. I've seen the survival instincts of birds when predator birds come into their um, domain or their environment. And I tell you what, that we have a lot to learn. Um, or maybe <laughs> maybe not a lot to learn, but a lot to remember about our, our strengths and, and what it means to stand up for our children or our offspring, because I've witnessed that time and time and time again. And one of the things I actually uh, I love about nature is watching the, the adults reap, I shouldn't say reproduce, that sounds a little bit weird, but give birth to their young or hatch their young and letting them go when it's time you know so so i'm constantly in 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 the school of of nature and just just witnessing how how it all works this this dance and and i do believe we've got a lot to remember from that so i'm doing really well oh um also i'm i'm just i'm glad you're safe i know the world is 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 crazy and i have to bring this up because um you know I, I, back in the day when I was not awake, um, and, and there's different levels of awakening, but when I say awake, not woke, you know, over here, people definitely get that. Um, I think it's becoming a worldwide thing, but I was, you know, into the sports, into the crappy food, into the, you know, corporate lifestyle running all over the place. And then I became awake and that's why I'm a, I'm a chiropractor, natural health, uh, nutritional physiology, et cetera. And like years ago, five plus years ago. Uh, I, I used to worship the athlete. I used to worship the celebrity. And it's so funny because now I don't, I don't watch any television and I do podcasting, educate, and I take care of people and everything else. And then years ago, I remember stumbling upon the magic pill and I watched that movie, that documentary. And cause I work with those kids on a daily basis, kids that are, you know, autistic, not just kids. I work with adults as well, but there's so many people that have um, problems from whether it's vaccination or other chemical toxicity medications. And I remember seeing Pete Evans in that movie and I developed this incredible appreciation for your work. And it's funny because today it's weird, but I'm not starstruck by the athlete anymore. I'm starstruck by getting to talk to great people like you. So I appreciate you having me on, but your work, um, we're all doing good works out there, but I am just so appreciative of everything you've done, sir. Mm. Thank you, Jason. That means a lot to me and, and, and reciprocated back to you because it's interesting. If, if you go back, I, I sent you a message probably four, five, six months ago. And the only way I think I could contact you was Instagram. So I don't know whether you use Instagram because I got kicked off, but, um, oh, I, I'll have to go, I'll have to go check that. <laughs> there, there might be, there, there's a DM for you, a direct message at Instagram. Cause I invited you to be on the program. And then uh, I love how the, the world works because I received an invite from your team or from yourself or whoever yeah. it was that, that invited me onto your program last week. I'm like, no fucking way. I said, I'm, I'm a fucking fan. Like, and, um, <laughs> and, and all the calendar spots were, you were free at three or four in the morning. And I wrote back, I said, Hey, listen, I'm, I'm, that's a little early for me. I said, can, can we shift it a little bit? Um, but I saw that I could book you on, on your calendar, <laughs> but I could book you at, at 7am here in, in Australia. And I thought I'm booking you. 
you know, and, and uh, here we are. So um, that's so awesome. So same goes, brother, because you are interviewing some of my heroes and the content you're putting out there is phenomenal. And what I love about it is that you have been also one of these people that have been brave, that have stood up and hmm, and and been in service, not only to the community, but to yourself, no doubt. And I, I'd, I'd love to um, explore that with you, what that means to be of service to yourself and put it all on the line. So it's interesting, a very dear friend of mine, I was told yesterday has finally stood up. And I don't mean the word finally, but my wife and I would say, it was like, would have been better if they had stood up a year and a half ago when you did, like right at the start, so you weren't alone and and some of these more well-known celebrities were standing up. I said, yeah, but, you know, this this is a process, as you said. Everybody is on their own journey just because I'm out there going, fucking wake up everybody this is not what you think it is and and interestingly enough i've had people concerned about my mental state saying yeah and they've called my wife saying hey listen pete's gone off on a tangent on this thing we're 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 concerned about him like this is a serious virus this is this is serious what's pete talking about that there's an agenda and that (laughs) so my question to you is, you being in service, was it for the community or was it for yourself or was it for both? I think it's all for both. And when I say that, I, you know, there's this, um, I go back and it started with my mom, honestly. So I was raised by my parents divorced, but my mom, who I was raised by the majority of the time, she was actually an addict. So she was an alcoholic. Um, she dabbled in drugs, but the crazy part was she was a great mom. So she actually just kind of, she, she, she carried on a couple lives. And the one thing she taught me from, from day one, and, and it's funny cause, um, she never had to spank me. She never had to like touch me. She just, she either had to say, don't do that or do that. Or she give me the eye, the look, like I knew not to do that. Right. And, but the one thing she told me from the very beginning, this is, I've taken this wherever, one is she had no filter, meaning the truth was the truth, but then speak or say or tell the truth, meaning I couldn't get away with a lot because I just knew tell mom the truth. And then as that carried in, I went through my, you know, sheep normie world in the corporate world. And then I, I met my wife, who is already a chiropractor, um, very much awake to the system. And I just took that truth mindset and when I started gaining the knowledge of how this world really works. And so for 10 years, I was shouting from the rooftop about they're trying to kill us. I mean, (laughs) let's just be honest with you. Like they're trying to depopulate. And at the time it was not popular. I definitely, Pete, I had people back then saying, you need to quiet down. You need to calm down. This is not something you don't know this for sure. You know, like the conspiratorial, whatever, And obviously the last two years, I've gained more people because people are starting to wake up, but it's, it's for humanity because quite honestly, at the end of the day, I care about adults, but they're not my first 
care. My first care is these children who, although I do know and I do believe spiritually they've chosen these paths, which is, you know, a whole other rabbit hole. But at the same time, whether it's because of my pain growing up or a combination of that and just being very empathetic and being a practitioner that I am, I look at these kids and I'm like, I have to stop as much of this as possible because they're children. And even though spirit at a spiritual level, they're making decisions. They're not making the human's decisions that, you know, someone not to inject a toxin into their system to kill them off. And that's kind of the community level. And from a selfish level, we look for nothing externally is going to make you happy. And, and, in America, this is a big problem because everyone thinks that there's external um, situations that make you happy, the car, the house. And trust me, I live a very good life. We've done very well. We do very well with helping people. But you can say, hey, go buy the car and maybe I can afford the car. The car is going to make me happy for about a day, a week, whatever it is, drive around, have a little fun, et cetera. But it doesn't make me happy because the happiness has to come from within here. And so honestly, it's selfish of me because fighting for people and fighting for these kids every single day and just ranting the truth, it honestly just makes me happy. Does that, does that make sense? It, it does. It's so funny because that's, that, that's generally how the media have uh, described. <laughs> it's just, they use that word rant <laughs> when they like to describe yeah. <laughs> what, what we do. So. I did a post and they go, Pete, Pete's on a rant. And, and journalists go, he's ranting. So, have you looked at yourself, what you're putting out there? I, at least my rant is, is based on a, um, a question. It's, based, it's generally based around a question. What do you think is the reason behind X, Y, or Z? What do you think? this means why do you think this is happening so a rant i would rather say it's a um what i'd like to put out there is a very deep question where i don't give the answers but i invite people to explore and one of the things that i've, <laughs> I've put out there on my social media pretty much for a, since the start of this is why do you think they want to inject every single human being on the planet? If that isn't your number one question that you've come to a, a deep understanding for yourself, I can't tell you why I believe that they want to put this in everybody because it's irrelevant. Why do you think they want to put this in every single human being? Not just once, but over and over and over and over again. Now, you might come up with a handful or a list of possible reasons, some of them altruistic or helpful or beneficial, some of them on the other end of the spectrum, nefarious, um, global depopulation. But I think there's also a lot of gray area between the two. They want to help, they want to kill. What else is there in there for your spiritual journey, for your human journey that may resonate with you as, as the, the, the I, I still haven't worked it out yet. And if you haven't worked it out, keep asking the question and keep looking for the answers. 
because something will resonate with you and, and potentially based on your belief, the answer will come to you. And yeah, I, I'm, I'm still, I'm still questioning that. That's been part of, that's been part of my spiritual journey actually, because I've always been a bit of a addictive mindset. Luckily it didn't use drugs or alcohol, but I've also been a very black and white personality too. And I know that that's not how the world works, even though I still battle that off and on. And so I will become very polarizing on one end or another. And part of my spiritual journey, same thing is, okay, I can look out there and I can see the person who is just going totally radical on, you know, inject everybody, inject everybody. We have to do this. We have to do this. And I look at it because people ask me like, why are they doing this? And I go, keep in mind, this may sound strange. They believe whether programmed or not, they believe that that's what healthcare is. And they believe that they're helping somebody. And even though it, it, you know, sometimes yanks at my soul to say that because I know what it really is. I have to understand that even though the product is one thing, that the injection is one thing, the person is solely just in a matrix or a programming to, they believe that they're helping. And on the other end is me who is, you know, I, I, I very, I state this openly as I'm, I'm an anti-vax mentality and that's how we raise our family and we grow. Um, I believe that health is done different ways. So is, isn't it amazing and also a spiritual growth mechanism to realize that even though categorically polar opposite ideas, both are still in a duality world looking because they believe that is the best for humanity and life is not lived black and white. Life is actually lived in the gradient gray area. And that's a tough one for a lot of people. Yeah, it's it's so beautifully said. I had a very dear friend that asked me the other day, they said, I've been around a COVID-positive patient or COVID-positive person. And they said, do I do the Zelenko protocol? Do I take hydroxychloroquine? Do I take ivermectin? And this is in Australia where you can't get that, but they got it just in case. Yeah. And I said, well, first off, do you believe there's a virus? First question, if you believe there's a virus, then your course of action will be very different than my course of action. Um, number two, oh, good. And, and this person seems to be pretty much has been on our, on our way of thinking. And then the second question I said was, do you, do you believe that the tests that person took to test that they're positive, do you believe that they're accurate? I said, because I know that you know that they're mostly faulty. So if you're going into a state of fear of what do I do if I've been around someone that's been tested positive and you don't believe that there's a virus or you do believe there's a virus, then your fear-based reality or your reality based off your beliefs would dictate a very different course of action than somebody that probably that may not believe we can catch this, that possibly doesn't believe it exists and doesn't believe that these tests are ever accurate. You know? So you could actually just go about living your life normally or if you're concerned about it, then take the ivermectin, take the hydroxychloroquine, take the Zelenko protocol with the zinc and the vitamin D, vitamin C, fucking selenium and off you go. But then also, 
you may want to look at to see if there's any side effects with ivermectin, with hydroxychloroquine. Do you need to be taking supplemental zinc or can you go and sit and get a dozen oysters and sit in the sun and eat them? What's, <laughs> what, what's, what are you going to get more of that your body could absorb and use in that state? So I said, I can't answer your question because I'm not you and I don't have your beliefs. So I love what you said then because when I'm watching the talking heads, the politicians or the, the bureaucratic health ministers in this country and, and overseas, what I'm witnessing, especially over the last month, is the wavering in their voices when they're talking about the boosters and they're talking about the Omicron. I can, I, I can, I can feel there's a shift in these people where I don't want to say they're not believing in their story anymore, but there's definitely been a change that I've witnessed in these people over the last month where they don't seem to be as confident with their messaging anymore. And I'm like, fucking brilliant. Like this, this is brilliant. So I actually did a, I did an exercise, um, probably hmm, might be four or five months ago. Now I did an exercise because there was even a part of me, even being awake to what was going on, there was a part of me who was becoming, I don't want to say angry, but I was becoming, there was, there was energy being built up and it was problematic. And I go, okay, I need to do something with this. So I went back to just spiritual roots. And I went, okay. Um, and, and I tend to be more of a reincarnation personality as in, you know, the energy doesn't die. The, the, the being doesn't die. This is, this is only around for a little while. And I went, okay, why am I as angry about this as say the average person is? And I go, okay, well, if I'm being, am I, if I'm being reactive on this, then clearly I probably have done something like this at some point, not this lifetime, but something in my journey brings this up. And so I, I literally just, I didn't tell my wife I was going to do it. I just like went to bed one night and uh, I, I was actually by myself because she was sleeping with my daughter and I went to bed one night and I literally just started naming off everyone is everyone that I could think of name wise. Um, I, I went from, you know, a local person to up to the Obamas of the world, the, the everybody, I even went like reptilian. I went everywhere. I went even into the beings that are not describable. And you know what I did? I just forgave them, not for what they're doing to people. I forgave them for not having made the right choice at some point in their life, because I don't necessarily believe that you know, you're born and you're just an evil person. You're obviously brought into families. You're brought into this. You're brought into that. You make a choice. There's things in the past. And so I just went, you know what? I'm not going to judge them anymore. It's not my it's not my spot to do it. That's God, source, universe. How whoever whoever out there who is a higher being than I can do that. But I'm going to actually just let them off of not what they're doing right now, but the choice they made that got them into this position. And I literally just went through, and it probably took me a good five minutes of just like, hey, you know, I'm sorry you went through that, but I'm going to forgive you. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to hold you personally responsible anymore because it's, you're not doing it to me and I'm not going to allow that. And I'll tell you after just five minutes of that, 
I slept so good. The energy changed. Everything shifted. Doesn't mean I still don't have some anger here and there when I see something happening. It's, it's an injustice, but I don't have to judge anymore. I've taken that off. I'm clean. I will let a higher source handle that. Now, do I want justice served in a physical level? hundred percent, because obviously you can't get away with doing stuff, but man, that brought such peace to me at that time. It was, it was profound. I want to, I want to take a step back to, um, to the magic pill. Cause I'm, I want to thank you for, for that, because it's, it's been a, a wonderful connector for me with health professionals and people all over the planet. And I'm very grateful that I got to put that out at that, at that particular time. It was just intuition, just guiding me saying, you need to put something out there and you, you, you've, you, you seem to be in the right place at the right time with, with access to the right doctors and, and, and storytellers that can manifest this. And you think, and you're working in mainstream media that's paying you quite handsomely. So what are you going to do with this money? And I thought, well, I'll be of service. And, and it was such a, a, a beautiful journey to be able to turn a, an idea into a reality that actually had some substance behind it or a lot of substance. And, and it, it felt beautiful to be able to get that out there. And what I found really interesting is that even through this whole process of the last year and a half, two years, some of the people that I've looked up to the most for nutritional information, um, we're talking doctors here, researchers, scientists, they've taken the vaccine and been open about it as to why they believe it's a really good thing. It floored me. It really, 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 it, it, I don't want to say it hurt me, but I think it did hurt me. It hurt my intellect. It hurt my being because I was like, well, I got my, a lot of information from you about diet. And now you're saying that this is a good thing to be putting into our bodies. I could, like, it, and I, I want to know if you've had that experience as well, you being a chiropractor, you being in the health world, interviewing so many different people that have, have you had to go through that process of how did that person that's so awake and I thought would never take something like that? Have you had to experience that? And how did you deal with it? I'm, I'm, I'm at peace with it now. Like you said, I've, I've had to go, okay, well, that's their journey. Like, but it got me, got me like, ooh, maybe I shouldn't be, maybe I need to do more research on these, on these vaccines. And, and I've still come to the same conclusion. Um, the, only, the only way that I could see that these vaccines are good is Perhaps if the agenda was to actually take out the ones that don't take it and just take out 10, 20, 30% of the population that don't take it. <laughs> so they've hedged their bets going, well, they're going to take out the, the dissenters. They're actually going to keep the, um, the, the compliers around. And I was like, no, that doesn't make any sense either. So tell me about have you had to deal with some of your heroes or inspiring 
um, mentors where they've shaken your reality. Here, heroes, that's an interest. That's a great question. And, um, I guess luckily I have not dove deep into who is taking it on that level or not. The majority of people that I've really looked up to, uh, and I look up to a lot of my colleagues too. I, I'll be, it goes back to that whole sports thing in the beginning and celebrity thing is how I spend my time and who I chat with and talk with and, and things like that is so, so, so different now. Um, I have had a couple colleagues who I thought knew better when a when it comes to nutritional clinical nutrition, as in like what I do in my office, who are you know across the country. But it was it's interesting the people the couple people who did they weren't necessarily hero status, but they were their colleagues, and it was interesting that I looked at it from a nutritional level. They know similar things or same things as I do politically, they were very different. And come to find out, they did it because they leaned far more to like the left over here or the liberal side. And I, I looked at it and I went, and it, it hurt my brain, not from a physiology's point, it hurt my brain from a, you put politics over what you innately know in your body doesn't work. And then you're bypassing as in one person actually said to me that they did it just so they could open their office up. And in my head, I'm like, but this is exactly and over in over in the US here, obviously, we a lot of us in the freedom movement really um, call on our, our, we reference our founders a lot founding fathers and, and what they what they put in place. And that actually hurt me more sometimes than the other stuff, the actual toxin, just because you would listen to a broken government tell you you couldn't operate and help people unless you took it, while both the founders as well as people in the chiropractic world back in the 70s. I really hope you enjoyed the first half of this podcast. If you'd like to listen to the rest, please visit evolvenetwork.tv. That's evolvenetwork.tv. We'll see you there. The information, views and opinions expressed in this podcast should not be treated as a substitute for nutritional, medical or other advice by a qualified professional. Guests in this podcast express their own opinions, experiences and conclusions. Nothing in this podcast should be used to diagnose, treat, cure or prevent any medical condition. Neither Pete Evans nor any sponsor endorse any views opinions or conclusions expressed or shared in this podcast.